Welcome back to Anime Savants, everyone. This week, I am Kureha. Uh, this week, I'm Dio Brando. <laughs> I don't even want to ask why that was, you That was Dio. somebody's spirit animal. Oh my god. Did you do you have the video? Did you did you, did do. you have the video with the I put the I yes. immediately got that shit and then I added the um the fucking like kanji or whatever to it and put oh it on my, my Instagram god. stories. I was just like Bro. this is this is Can the we best. can we just shout this out shout best. out to Will Smith for flipping the narrative this week? I My man my man said, you know what, you this is Willie from Philly, baby. We we gonna remind <laughs> we gonna remind these folks. Y'all, I'm so, like, I literally had a conversation with like two of my friends earlier today, and they were like, "Oh my god, like it's just he's lacking class and blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Shut up!" I was like, Chill. "This is really not that serious. Talk shit, get hit. Fuck That's around it. and find out." That's it's it. really that simple. Like, it's really that simple. I just think that a lot of people are just not used to seeing comedians have meet consequences for the shit they say. That's right. Because it's one thing for a celebrity to be a comedian. It's another thing for, like, your cousin or, like, some nigga from down the street to crack mm-hmm. a joke like that. What are you going to do? You're going to want to fight that nigga because he says something sideways. So, like, just because he's a comedian don't mean he'd be like, oh, he's a comedian. No, nigga, you still talking out the side of your mouth. So like yeah yeah I mean look we don't we don't gotta get into the the silly politics of all this all I'm gonna say is I look at the people who get it they understand and I look at the people who are just like this is the most ridiculous uh, those people right there's a there's the the two groups have a lot in common with each other and I'm gonna just leave it at that if you still, if you got a problem with it like you're probably an op and I don't worry about it I mean listen at the end of the day them niggas are gonna be still be rich. True. So they're still going to be True. rich, and they're still going to be fine. So it's really right. not anything for me to worry about. <laughs> like Right. Chris Rock is going to go home and cry in his piles of money. Will Smith's going to go home and cry in his piles of money. But I'm just saying, once in a while, it doesn't have to be all the time. People are like, oh, you want people fighting each other in the streets? Or No. I just want, for every generation, you know, every few years, someone has to get slapped just to remind people that it's a possibility. It's we a can, possibility, can... yes. We can reach for the better angels of our nature and do all this like high-minded stuff afterwards. As long as everybody gets that, you could just get popped if you say because the wrong thing. You have freedom of speech. Mm. That's protection from the government, mm-hmm. not hands. Mm-mm. So, so you know, be to be. Um, yep. All right, let's begin. So, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Vanitas because it is okay. the, uh, the the remaining ongoing. We got one more episode, I guess. Okay, I thought that it was way better than I was expecting it to be. I did because I don't watch the previews, so I went in completely blind. And when the niggas started, like, I was like, "We needed this. I needed this." I needed this pseudo, well, not Sasuke Naruto moment, but I was just like, I needed you niggas to just like pound it out. I needed y'all to just like, it, like, you know, do the shonen, like, you know, deepen the friendship through the fucking battle or shit. But then it wasn't even like that. It literally was like, no, he's gonna try. He's gonna kill you. Like, he get the, he, he, he gets one hit on Vanitas, he's dead. So that in and of itself made it way more interesting for me. I loved Misha in the background just cackling. 
the yep. entire time. I was like, this is perfect. Like, because you, it's like, they explained exactly what fucking happened. He didn't see everything that went on. There's another person marionetting fucking Misha. And his main reason why he's still alive is the reason why he has a thing, the reason why he knows what Vinitas is and what Noe can do. Someone else is pulling the strings. Someone else is pulling the strings. So off that alone, based off of what you said last week, I was like, oh, yeah, you definitely about to come a part of the crew once they, like, you know, save you or unbrainwash you or whatever. But in the meantime, in between time, like, the way that he was just chilling, like, on the fucking mechanical dog, just, like, laughing and, like, ha, 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 he, he. Like, it was honestly kind of creepy because, like, it, it was like a child's voice. It was, like, some fucked up shit. When Vanitas gutted that nigga... I was like, this is this is what I'm here for. This yeah, I suspect for. that um, this is the light continuation of some of the foreshadowing in the um, Javodan arc where they talked about the machine count. Kind of makes mm. sense, right? Misha shows up. Mm. He's got he's got parts of his body are like you know cyborg somehow magical machine. I didn't even think about stuff. that. He, he rolls around with a robot like cat dog thing, you know. So that that to me that all fits. The other, the other bit is, despite kind of what we've seen of him, and maybe it's not clear, and they'll clarify a little bit in the last episode, has Misha really done anything that's all that bad yet? Like, they imply no. that maybe he might be related to the murders that were happening in the city, but you never actually see him do anything. And the way they, for example, when they introduce the, the character in that opening scene from like two or three episodes ago, he he's talking to what appears to be a woman before theoretically something bad happens to them but it's not obvious that that either he did it because they might have shown a scene of him killing someone and so far the worst thing he's done is brainwash domi and tell her to kill herself on command if something happens right like, yeah that's pretty much the worst that he's actually done so that leaves some room where if this plan of his goes awry maybe he sort of like attaches himself to vitas in, a, in like a creepy sort of stalkerish annoying kind of way or you could see this like continuing where he loses this fight and then goes with them you know escapes and becomes part of the demented entourage of like the next big villain yeah for the next arc it, you could go either way so i'm not I, I don't i don't know nobody i'm not looking for anyone to tell me what happens because obviously this is from future stuff but that that's my guess um as far as like what actually happened in the episode we sort of pick up immediately from the end of the prior episode. There's really no... There's some flashback stuff. There's like two scenes. They're not that long. One is um, Noe remembering him telling Domi that he wanted her hair to grow out again, which was whatever. And then, I didn't care. I didn't right. Care. It, it wasn't even a big deal. And it was kind of like unnecessary to put it in. There. I'm not complaining. It's just... it. All, all that scene did was just establish that Noe actually, you know, uh, had... They had they had interactions where he saw um, Do Domi's sort of mental breakdown, right? Yeah. Like, he yeah, witnessed yeah, it. Yeah. Whereas, like, up to that point, they had sort of presented, like, she was going through this thing on the side, and then he was sort of entering her life, but he was sort of oblivious to what was going on. No, they show us here very clearly that he's been aware of the trauma that's going on with her. And... Yeah, it has simultaneously just been, like, deucing out on her ass. Constantly. Yeah, it's a little, a little weird. Um, but we, they get right to the shits. Vitas is like, I don't give a fuck about you. You know, we, I will not let anybody drink my blood. Which I liked that they tied it into his devotion to this other 
Luna character that we don't know. Yeah. Because now it's not just like he's reflexively just a dick. He's act, his reasoning draws okay. from that relationship and that yeah. last request. So that gives it a little, a lot more emotional balance, right? It feels yeah. like this is important to him that he does it. And then Misha's explanation that he's self-hypnotized in order to really do whatever it takes, do whatever it takes to, to protect. That's cool. Cause that does get back to his roots as a chasseur, which I really think is one of the underplayed aspects of his character once we found out about it. Like, it, it seemed like a pretty big revelation last season that he had been, like, trained as a killer by this organization and that he's sort of bro- broken free from that. And we got the fle- the fleshed-out story of some of the things that happened to him after he was trained. Because he goes from trained to be a chaser as a child, ki- kidnapped or used by um, Dr. Moreau, for about a year, then he goes and lives with the with Luna, which is where he gets the Book of Vanitas and renames himself. Clearly, after this traumatic event, and then there's like a big gap, and then we meet the character in episode one. So like we filled in a lot of that intermittent stuff. This episode though was all action because once they once um uh, we set up the conflict of Noe wanting to save Domi and therefore being forced to go um drink Vanitas's blood, Vanitas saying there's absolutely no way it's going to happen. I will kill you before that goes yeah. down. That And that's the test of their friendship is that they're both, in a way, they have, a, in that moment, opposing ideologies or needs. And then also they are both, um, they, there's no way out, right? No way out. Like, there <laughs> is one, and this is that's the only downside that I can see from this episode is that everyone got real stupid. Like, in another yeah. series... No way would have, or some character, like Vitas' whole thing would have been maybe to move the fight closer and closer to where Domi was such that he could force her to jump and then stop her and then you're good, right? That would be a different series, might do something like that. This one, they kind of they kind of took everything at face value. Like, No well, Way didn't look Someone did say that it was something that was cut from the anime that mm-hmm. made No Way's actions make more sense to me because... The immediate just, like, jump out, I was like, what the fuck? But then afterwards, I was like, nigga, why are you doing this? And apparently, Domi says, um, you have 15 minutes. Okay. Like, in his ear. Because he, he did was, mention that the later, but that wasn't, like, part of the original yeah, setup. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if that were, like, put in chronological order, then I would have been like, okay, so he literally was just like, I have no other options. I'm about to bite your ass, nigga. Like, sure. let's go. But it and didn't really seem like that. It just seemed like he was just talking, 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 and then he got triggered by one word by from Vanitas. And I'm just like, why are you getting triggered now? This nigga has been talking to you sideways the entirety of the series. So why right. is it just now when, like, Domi's in trouble, when you're literally, you're saying you're trying to find a way to help everybody, and then you attack? Like, right. that was the thing that took me out of it, where I was like, "I'm." this just makes me dislike your character even more. Yeah, it's a little convenient. Let's put it that way. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the Noe character any less because of that convenience, but it's, but the way it's presented, I, it, there's this, there's a, it's a trope, it's a meme. It's like when it shows where characters just get stupid. They get stupid in these, like, instances because it's necessary to, to do the thing in the plot that the director or the writer wants to happen but it's they haven't done enough of the bridging work 
to make it seem natural. It's just like, oh, now we all... It's either the bad guy gets dumb at the end of the fight or the end of his whatever. Like, he's been a mastermind for 24 episodes. And then right at the end, he's like, and I'm going to destroy the whole world. And then it's like, well, hold on. You were real smart up until, like, the Bond villain. Like, the Bond villain is, like, really smart right up until the point James Bond is about to, like, whoop his, you know, get in their shit. And then all of a sudden they just turn into, like, shooty guy or, like, desperate guy and they get dumb. I'm not a I'm not a fan of those things happening, but this was minor. Um, the most of the episode was was action. You know, we Vitas has a gun now, and he's just popping off in every that direction. Yeah, he beat Homeboy up for on the way yes. over there that we didn't yep. see off off screen. Beat up someone and took their gun and showed himself to be pretty proficient. Almost blows Noe's head off. Um, you know, go is and going Noe ham. Still it's, got that arm. That's yeah, and too. this yeah. should turn into a DBZ fight for no fucking reason, which goes back to the thing I said before in, in the Javodin arc. It would be real nice to know what the power scaling and the rules are of what these characters can do. They kind of did give us something. They did little. more in this episode to establish those limits, but, like, I didn't know that Vitas could have a fight where he's, like, blowing through, like, buildings he's activating robots with the book of vitas he's you know injecting he apparently he's got the chasaur shit so he can like go so, yeah, he can go that was out of nowhere but the fight with the book that kind of made sense with me with him controlling things like that because i remember with the previous episode when i think um moreau or whatever he was talking about how the books can do like alchemy um uh insane right um, yes yeah yeah, like yeah so i was like Oh, so we're actually just seeing him use the other functionalities of the book outside of the healing aspect. Yes, and I, I like that going forward. In the moment, I'm like, so the book now is just a MacGuffin that can do anything. Whatever the, the story requires it to do, it can do. Now, that's fine, but... You've not given me any limits to it. You haven't told me what the rules are. So yeah. if, like, Vita starts ass-pulling powers out of nowhere and the explanation is, oh, it's just what's in the book, I'm going to have to start thinking back to prior incidents that occurred and ask, well, why didn't he do all of this Here. cool, amazing stuff then? Because yeah. I'm specifically thinking about when uh, the, the you know, they go to the, the, the night side version of Paris and they have that whole thing where the um you know the the place gets attacked people are get, are getting cursed and he jumped out onto the chandelier and gets confronted by Domi's sister and gets owned and it's yeah. like uh, yeah and then also he says on multiple occasions that like Ruthven would one shot him and it's like okay so he can go man up now was it just like what are the rules I don't mind if that's still true just tell me, tell me what the rules are, because this is I cool. Think the, I think the main reason he manned up was because of the hypno thing. Because it was a... Yep. Because the way that they showed his face, he was talking shit, but the entirety of the time, he was literally just like... like nigga, Yeah, he was, was somebody like, else. Yeah, yeah, saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, I think, one of the main reasons they didn't show his face until the end. Um, because, like... Hearing the things that he was saying, I was just like, well, damn, nigga. I was like, is this how you really feel? Like, holy right. shit. And then they show it at the end where he was like, he literally was just like talking hot shit to try to like, you know, get you to focus on something else or de-escalate in his own whatever like fucked up manner. But I think the, the shits with the book came with him just basically 
defaulting to the whatever it's not an ai it's just like a no it's just it's just his his buried suppressed personality whatever he whatever he constructed via that hypnosis like the suggestion yeah what he's supposed to do like that version of him came out so what i'm gonna say is i give all of this a strong b plus but to me what would have made it better is if they'd taken some of those facts that we were given in this episode and just sprinkled them on some of the prior episodes like give us a moment where like you know his self-hypnosis comes into play and he snaps and like does something so we know that like there's some trigger there and there's some ability where he could you know he could level up to go toe-to-toe with the vampire or when we were doing all the chasseur stuff and he was down with uh uh was it vincent what's the guy's name the blonde haired guy roland when he's with Roland, show him stealing some of those, amp, you know, those vials that they use to yeah. power up. Right? Just not a lot. I'm not, not changing any story. But, like, show us that these are foreshadowed. I'm sure in the, in the manga. Yeah, yeah. And, like, in the manga, I'm sure there's, like, more detail. But, like, show us stuff like that. So then when these events happen... I feel rewarded for like, oh shit. Paying like, attention. Yeah, paying attention. And that then it doesn't feel like it comes out of nowhere. Because they have a decent explanation. It's not too wild, to be honest. Yeah, like, I mean, it I, would be like wild it. if they were like, if Vontaze pulled that shit out and we didn't have the history that he was a Chaucer. Right. Then or when like, Noe like, started... When, when, when Noe had his shonen protagonist moment in the Javadan arc, and you're like, wait, he can do that? Because we spent a whole season of him not doing anything like anything. that. Anything. Yeah. And then they, but also that was another thing that kind of annoyed me about the episode was that they were like, oh yeah, he's just like really confident in his strength. So he just doesn't really even try. And I'm like, really? Because it just seems like he just doesn't try at all at anything. Like can, the entire can, time. Can I, can I make a, a guess? And I, I have no, unlike series I dig deep into, I have no reason to to believe this is true but this is might be a guess is that the mangaka had mm-hmm. one idea for what the series was going to be and then over time was like oh i want to do more like shonen stuff and started adding those elements in later oh. on and now you get to moments like this where this is a straight up like you know shonen action like yeah subplot straight up like there's not even there's no other preamble i mean here. the majority of the episodes was just like <laughs> fighting yeah and i like it i wanted once i realized it wasn't going to be like a mystery of the week type show i wanted this season one but they didn't really do a lot of that and i kind of felt like we were going to get that especially because bones was behind it but then bones doesn't always do just like purely action stuff so right i was kind of just like okay well i'm gonna it was still interesting enough but this like I, I, they definitely saved a decent chunk of the budget for this episode. I did. No, that's I, actually another good. That's a really good point. Yeah, so um, I, like I really enjoyed that. But other than that, I mean, I can't even really say I'm looking forward to the final episode because I feel like they're not going to be able to wrap up the majority. No, of the they can't. Going I on. feel like it's going to end abruptly. It's going to be yeah. like, and who's who's Misha? Maybe and they Misha can't escapes? announce a season two because apparently it's right behind the manga. So it's just like, why did we even get here? You should have. But you should have done a cut. A year, season two. I don't remember how long it was before season two got greenlit when season one ended. But I know that the show did very well. Season one did very well. Like in Japan, ratings-wise. Maybe they're going to do the movie treatment. Oh, Could be. But the reason I bring that up is that, you know, this is not 
there's not gonna be a small gap. Like if you want to get a third season, we're talking two or three years mm-hmm. from now for there to be that kind of material. So they're gonna have to go whether into production not, right now. Yeah. So whether or not it does, whether or not it does well, the season. Whether I don't have no idea how well season two is done. Probably, you know how we would find out is if there's like a stage play running or something like oh, those types God, of things. Oh God, these stage plays, Jesus Christ! But okay. but it's gonna suck because we're not gonna find out if there will be a season three until probably at earliest a year from now. Yeah. Whereas before we got the announcement, I think within about like um, four weeks, five weeks. Yeah. So. Well, they already had said that the second part was was confirmed. We just didn't have like the air date. It was supposed to originally right. be twenty four episodes. So we shall see. Um, yeah, that that's all I really got for it. Like you know, fight niggas. Like yeah, right. at this point you kind of need it. So Realistic. speaking of fighting niggas, Sabaku Bisco season finale. <sighs> um, how do I put this? Oh, wait, wow. Okay, I feel like I, I sound disappointed. I was not disappointed. I actually was very much so just like, that ended. Yes. That that happened. But it's not, I don't know, I feel like I'm saying that in a very matter-of-fact way. But, like, we've been so, like, straightforward. We're just basically saying that, like, the show's good. Like, it's entertaining. It does what it does well. It's not revolutionary, but it's interesting. And that last episode was interesting. It yep. made sense for all the shit we saw Sabikui get eaten by the Rust Eater. We saw the fucking all that shit. We saw how he came back to life or whatever. Or like, and even in the very end when he was just like, yeah, mushrooms keep growing on my body and I have to keep taking them off. Like, it's like, okay, so you are literally not all human anymore. That makes sense. Great. Next. Pawu basically claiming his dick. Great. Next. <laughs> um, Milo basically like simping hard and basically being like bromance forever. Great. Um, Jobby, I don't know how that nigga's alive. I don't know how this nigga's alive. Like, I'm shocked that he made it. I was sure that they were going to kill him. Yes! I I was so priced into that moment, and then it didn't happen. It didn't come. I'm like, okay, all right, okay, I see. see." But just because it didn't come now doesn't mean it's not coming any later. But there's still so many other things that are up in the air. The Japanese government... They declared their independence. Pabu's running the city now. Where the fuck is T-Roll? Who, who is T-Roll, first of all? Because they never went into the details on what she learned in that mind because she became a manager in that bitch. So it's like, right. how'd you get out? And then, you know, what are you doing out in the world outside of just, like, selling and the rest of your stuff? They've already been branded as heretics because they're selling, they're giving away the rust eater formula for free. So that means the government is still like, fuck y'all, we want to profit off of this. And then also the um, the Tetsujin. Still know nothing. Still know absolutely nothing. The origin, we're not even, they're nowhere near Tokyo. Where the fuck were they going now? Um... And basically, Sabikui is kind of just like a pilgrim of like, you know, of like rust, rust curing now. So like wherever he goes, he's literally probably, that's a great premise to literally travel the land and basically be like, I have the cure to literally save everybody. I'm about to go around and help people. And it's a great setup for niggas to basically be like, we have an established order here. Get the fuck out. Get out. Like, we don't want you here. We will keep this shit going, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, Kurokawa, you know, 
It was great. When that nigga threw his fucking arm at Sabikui and blinded him for a second, I was like, yeah, okay, I like that. I really did enjoy that. Um, yeah, there was, there was just a lot going on, but it was a satisfying ending with more than enough setup for a continuation, if they wanted to. But if they ended yeah. it there, it wouldn't be bad. Um, and the BL vibes were so fucking heavy at some point. I was like, they, Jesus they gave Christ. a little something for all the yeah. All the BL people. I was like, I didn't get a hint of BL this entire season, and right now y'all are literally like, we're about to we're about to just throw something in here for y'all real quick, like real right. quick, and then we're gonna move on. I was like, well, okay, that doesn't. It didn't really make an effect on me or personally because I was like, Pawu literally just tongued that nigga down. Right. Like, I think I think this is the literal version of they're just best friends. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's actually the case instead of yes. like euphemism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, pa- if very... the Pawu romance didn't exist, then the minds would just correct. And I yeah. think um. You know, I'm a big fan of normalizing just male affection. I think yeah. that's just a good thing to have more and this of. And a good example, yeah. And that's pretty much like when Pau said, like, you know, I'm her, I'm his sister. If, if I were to interrupt this, he'd never forgive me. Because it's like they're having an actual, like, like close moment. But as as friends, that's what it is. They just, I thought that was that was good because it was more intimate as an adult than you normally would get. And, I, and if people want something to be or to read into that or, or live through that, then in any way they want, that's fine. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they can write um, some fanfics regardless. So, exactly. Yeah. They, they, can, they can have at it. I don't think that it does anything to take away from the, the yeah. story. There's no ambiguity. She That's it. That's, Bisco belongs to Pau. Milo was literally trying to set them up. Yes. Like, from the, from the beginning. Literally, I think episode one. He was trying yeah. to like set him up, and then on multiple occasions afterwards, was like, you know, you, I, she'd I'm be a great this. wife. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like literally saying, like that. both of you guys are beasts. Like yeah. you're, you're you're made for each other. Yep. And she took what she wanted, so nothing you're gonna do about that, right? Um, okay. So talk a little about the episode itself. Uh, we basically start out immediately. Bisco's alive and uh, kicking ass. They go right into a a fight sequence. They Milo gives him back his um, bow and arrow. They ba- at that point Kurakawa is getting owned. Like, yeah, because Bisco's got the rust eater and he's able to like block all that attack for long enough for everybody to talk. Like, I thought it was you know, hard as fuck that he was able to shoot the arrows directly into the laser beam and spread it. I was like, yeah, that, that was, was sick. Cool. That no, that was, was cool. actually that was actually pretty sick. Um, realistically. This you could you could say only three things happened in this episode. Um, Bisco returns and bonds with all of the primary cast. Basically, like he does the whole like I'm back and then let's make a plan. So like that's a five minutes out of the episode right there. There's the rest of the fight scene between Bisco, Milo, Pawu, and Kurakawa slash Tetsujin. That's like another like five to ten minutes. Yeah, you know, between the first half of it, which is right in the beginning of the episode, and then the last half of it, once once Bisco gets blinded, Pau breaks the helmet, and then him and Milo have to do like the tandem arrow shot, just blows his brains out basically, like the one shot. Tandem shots arrow shot. All right, and again, a lot of affection Bonds. in that scene with Milo holding him and guiding the arrow. But also, it wasn't. I didn't get sexual vibes. From Not that. at I all. I literally zero, was just like zero sexual. Tension. I was like, no, nah, these are just like best fucking bros. Like right yeah. now, like yeah. they just like yeah. 
that that's what I got from that. So yeah. Yeah. So zero tension, and then the ep- the 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 fight pretty much ended with about eight minutes left on the which episode. I am very pleased with. I liked how they gave us an epilogue. I exactly. liked how they brought it back around to the first fucking scene with the gate dude and the kid and yep. all that shit. They were actually taking care of the fucking mushroom. Right. Um, like, Sabi Kui called they, him they... a bitch again. <laughs> like, well, like, they had the wanted posters up, but now Milo has a wanted poster. But then but then they have a, a, an, a inverted version of the conversation from the first episode where in the first episode, the gatekeeper was talking about how Bisco is a criminal, a terrorist, like, the, all his negative shit. Here, he says the exact same thing, but then has the two extra lines where it's like, Milo was a good guy, you know, yeah. like, I know his story, he was a doctor helping people, blah, blah, blah. And then he also came around on Bisco as well, so it was sort of like, there was a mutual respect. I thought that they were gonna play it like, oh, this guy knew it was them. That nigga didn't know shit. He didn't uh, know. It wasn't, wasn't until Bisco gave him the Rust Eater thing and then just, like, tore out of there with Octagawa. And they did set up what the next storyline that they could be following. I mean, the light novel... Is, I think it's only eight eight volumes, and this probably covers like volume one through four or five. Okay. I, I think. Um, but like you know, they basically set it up that now he doesn't want this rust eater. He doesn't want to be immortal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of secrets and other things that like you know in the world that to be explored. So they just literally do the we're off on a new adventure thing and they go. And if they never make another season, then it's a perfectly wrapped up ending. I agree. You know. And if yeah. they decide later on they want to revisit this or it does pretty well, then there's, you know, right there, there's your Pick right starting back up point. off. Exactly. And they're off and they can go have adventures elsewhere and we can meet new people and new things and call it a day. So all things considered, just as a, I don't want to do like the, like a full season review of this, but like I was satisfied with the way this episode tied things up and I don't need more of it, but if they give me more... I'm happy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm not really begging for a second season, but I would be happy to see it. So, the other thing I think we both watched now, um, and I've seen it now, is the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. I saw it over Mm -hmm. the weekend, Jordan. You saw it on the premiere, or somewhere near the premiere, right? Yeah, I saw it, what, Friday? The Friday. But, like, it, yeah. Premiere weekend. So, I don't believe you read the Zero Mm -hmm. chapters, right? So, you came at this... Purely as completely this blind. Is new content. Yeah. So what were, what did you feel about the story that was told in the movie and kind of what they managed to cram into? I think it's uh, hour forty was the runtime or hour thirty is the runtime. Yeah, I think like hour thirty to forty some. Um, I was kind of bored in the first half. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of bored. I really thought that the pacing was a little off, but it was necessarily for a cult too. It was just. Uh, it didn't hit as hard. And I don't know why it was, because I feel like Yuji's pacing was much... Yuji's, like, intro was similar, but for some reason, like, I connected more with him for some odd reason. Okotsu's kind of just seemed like there was a lot of, like, dead space. And there was a lot of silence in the beginning of the movie also, where I was like, is this intentional? Is this supposed to mean something? Or is it just, like, silent for, like, no fucking reason? I did enjoy how he got, well, like, almost individual time with, like, the other people in his class. But I also liked seeing the other classmates, like, expounded upon them right. developing a connection. Um, and also seeing, um, oh, wait, what the fuck is his name? 
the villain. Um, oh shit, Ghetto. Yeah, Ghetto Suguru. Yeah, Ghetto. Getting to see like Ghetto actually like speak and be personified because we didn't get any of him basically in the first season. Like I think the most he spoke was in the cafe with the special grade curses where everyone caught on fire. That was about yeah. it. Um, so for me to like see him, that was kind of one of the biggest drawing points of the movie for me where I was like, oh shit, well, I know you not dead because I saw your ass in the first season. So like, or is it you or is it something else? I was like, okay, that, that was going through my head the whole time where I was, well, not the whole time, but like near the end, I was like, wait, did he kill that nigga or did he not kill that nigga? And so now I'm leaving the theater looking at Gojo sideways because I'm just like, Nigga, what's going on? Like, what? Do you, what's going on here? But other than that, fight scenes were great. I mean, it's fucking Mappa. Um, we had the hate crime scene. That was great. Um, Okotsu, Okotsu's, like, pop-off into just, like, you know, all right, like, here I am. I'm fully accepting this shit. Not the one where he released the limiters, but the moment that he pulled out um, Suge shit, like out of thin air and used it. I was like, wait a wait, 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 wait. I was like, wait, 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 wait. This I was like, you just like broke so many like power scaling rules by just literally being like, I'm just gonna take my friend's power real quick and have it have no repercussions to me whatsoever when using it. I was like, what is this? I was like, what? Like he just used the shit and it worked flawlessly and he's unhurt. Huh? So that in and of itself, I was like, wow. And then I also loved the the like the fucking ending when they were all doing like you know the Super Saiyan beams at the, the final Super Saiyan beams. And he was like, don't you know, love is the greatest power of all or whatever. And then did like did like the hand flick for it to pop off. And I was like, okay, that was cool, nigga. Like I gotta give that to you. That was really fucking cool. Um, I was not expecting for them. To, first of all, well, I feel like I've said that so much, but like highlighting Gojo's like insensitivity was also a highlight where Ghetto was like, you sent them other niggas to me because you knew that he was going to get pissed and, like, pop off. And he was like, yeah, and, duh. <laughs> like, the fuck you think? And I'm just like, wait, what? ooh. Because, like, what, I'm pretty sure he didn't plan it for, um, for Maki. But, like, the other two, I was like, first of all, Maki got rocked in the end. I was like, holy shit. Like, yep. Yo, she got fucking rocked. The other two got rocked, of course. But I don't know. Like, I enjoyed it. I wish I could have seen more fights from the supporting cast, especially with, like, Ghetto's crew. I guess everyone else is showing them off. Nanami got his thing. What's homegirl that cares about the money? May? Yeah, is the one it? with the, the axe. Of that the thing? axe. Yeah, because we haven't seen her fight in season one. So when she yeah. popped up with that axe, I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> I was like, do you know how high you just went on the character list? I was like, oh, first of all, you're a bad bitch. Like, body's, per- body's perfect, face is perfect, hair's perfect. I'm about my money. I don't give a fuck about any of this shit. And I can swing this huge ass axe around like it's like nothing and just maul perfect i love her i love her i love her the only other thing i maybe would have said that would have like made the movie like so much crazier or like better is if we got like even in like a a, a comedy scene of like yuji nobara and megumi like before they went to jujutsu high like 
that maybe would have been like, okay, now that's cute. And, you know, if this was someone's first um, exposure to the series, then going into the first season, they basically be like, oh, those are the three that were at the end of the movie. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, this is about them now. Like, something like that. But I actually went with a friend who had only watched um, three episodes of, wow. of the first of the first season. So uh, he came out with so many questions because he had just got to the part where they had fought the special grade curse and Sukuna took over Yuji's body and like gouged the fucking heart out. That and is so, very interesting. So I literally was asking, he was asking me questions and I was like, I can't answer that because it is. And also because you've, because you've experienced the prequel and you've seen this stuff, um, that I that same episode, Ghetto shows up with the special grade curses and goes into that thing. So we literally just left the movie. He came over here and we were like chilling for a bit, talking about it. And then I was like, "Oh well, what episode are you on? We can like watch some right now or whatever." And then we watched the episode and Ghetto's in that episode. And he's like, "But wait, we just saw in the movie." And I'm like, "Nah, yep. nigga, I don't, I don't know either. Like, I'm yep. right there fucking with you." Cause that yep. that was one of the things I was thinking about as the movie was ending. I was like, "How the fuck did this nigga get the?" Blah, blah, blah? So yeah. <laughs> so, you know, as somebody who was a uh, who read the manga, um, and is also caught up to date, you know, with the so read Zero, but also read Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, it's worth thinking about a, a couple of things, and I I thought this the movie. I went and saw it with my wife who. Is familiar uh, that the series exists, but has not really watched a single episode. Couldn't name a character. Like, she's yeah. not an anime fan. She just came along. You know, it was something to do. Um, so, in a similar way, I was gauging a lot of what the movie was trying to do based on kind of her reaction to it. As, like, a newcomer uh, completely, yeah. Right. Basically, does this work as a movie, or does this work more as a supplemental, like, media for Jujutsu Kaisen? Which is a problem that a lot of anime movies have is in that even in Japan where a lot of these series are more ubiquitous the people who are watching the movies aren't necessarily folks who are deeply invested and know a lot about the series i think the one piece movie the gold whatever yeah. one from a few years ago most of the folks who went to go see that were people were like you know families who were interested in doing something with their kids but the parents are there not as fans of you know yeah, one piece one piece yeah, is just yeah. this mega franchise that everybody knows about and so the problem movies like this have is that you have to kind of quickly recap all of the initial world building to have the structure of the movie make sense and i think that jujutsu kaisen zero succeeds a little bit better than most because almost none of the main cast are you necessarily need to know from the anime to make sense so for example if you go watch a dragon ball movie fine dragon ball might be big enough that people can kind of know who folks are but if you went to see like you know the my hero film oh yeah it, it, right like you need to be told who is deku who is you know uh, where he come from why he do right he what is like what this? is his what is his character struggle up till now when the movie starts because a lot of times these movies they just begin and depending on the time that they're set it's just whoever that character was on tv at that yeah moment, at that right moment, yeah. and if you're a fan you know and if you're not a fan you're just like i have no fucking clue 
what the fuck is going looks on or pretty, why anything is happening. Looks cool. That's about it. Yeah. So I think Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, I, I've heard some of the things of what you described as like the beginning feeling very slow and very like, you know, it's hard for a, a, a fan basically to pay a lot of attention because they're re-explaining things to an audience but you already know these things yeah. you already know curses you already kind of you don't know the character yet um and that's kind of what they spent their energy in the first 30 minutes is like trying to get across like what is tormenting yuta and what is sort of made him into this sort of very passive you know timid sort of main character he is not um very charismatic let me put it that way so you spend a lot of time on that shit and then when it gets to the Let's meet each member of the class and let's have you to have an experience with them that, you know, is formative. All that stuff works, I think, a lot better in the manga because you kind of get to it really quick, right? There's yeah. Only four, there's only four chapters, really, in, in Zero. And you could look at, like, the first three as probably being the, the like, half, the first half of the movie. Like, the content that's in, like, the first two or three yeah. chapters is the first half. It's a lot of... It, they didn't add much of anything. They pretty much stuck to what was in the manga. And the places where there was additional content was, like, the fight in the city. Like, th th there were scenes, like, a couple of panels. Like, uh, like, like when you see, like, the fight in the city, and you see, like, different little face-offs here and there. And, yeah. And Ghetto's crew. Like, they're all from the manga but they only they don't get a lot of time to shine so a lot of those action scenes were extra and they padded out i think the runtime in ways i'll give them credit because they use the director used them to bring in a lot of cameos that's pretty much what they yeah. were for yeah for you to like see a lot of the characters that um you know would that you would meet later on in the regular series and again some people forget zero was the pitch it was the original one-shot yeah. pitch for Jujutsu Kaisen, Yuta was going to be the main character. And then Gege Akatami was like, let's go in a different direction. Right? So a lot of the the the, the personification of like the principal and Ghetto and um, uh, Gojo and Maki and all those like all the core characters you see here, the this is like to me the the rough draft. That Akutami had, and it's interesting that in the show you kind of see a much more well-developed version of those characters, and it yeah. feels more natural because canonically in the show it's been a year since all this stuff happened. It's actually been more than a year. Um, so literally, the characters are more grown up in the series we're familiar with, and here they, you know, they get like a loose treatment. Like we got all of of um, uh, Maki's backstory condensed into about six minutes over yeah. like right and that so that that's that's a lot of heavy lifting that maybe short changes the characters a little bit if and that's your first experience with them yeah yeah like you you get a lot they they kind of offhand they really didn't do anything about panda at all no they just said in one line he was a curse the principal's cursed doll yeah but they don't but he doesn't get very much in this and my wife when we were watching like because it, it panda shows up within like the first 10 minutes and she was like hold on no one said there was a giant talking panda here <laughs> and it's like normal i'm like yep that's just what it is so that was an aspect that's kind of like my normal complaint is that a regular person has no idea what, what the, the hell rules is going are. on yeah. yeah they don't know what is happening and that you know because they stuck so closely to the manga they didn't really explain that shit at all in fact they haven't really explained it in the show either 
to be honest, but I think we all kind of just accept it because it's a thing. Yeah. Um, so that so I had a really good time. I, I agree with you. The animation was great. It was a little above in a lot of places what they put on TV. I think there was a lot the backgrounds. There was a lot yeah. more effort put into a lot of the backgrounds. There were some really cool shots. Like when he was, um, when you see Utah in the beginning and he's like getting up and waking up and stretching and doing, there's a lot of like hand yeah. and cloth animation and, you know, eating food and walking around. It was a part of the series that I think the TV show kind of, I don't want to say gave up on, but, you know, <laughs> that, it sounds too mean. It's like the show doesn't have enough time to spend lingering around on shit. Yeah. They gotta go. A They're movie moving. you can, yeah. yeah, you can be a little more um, patient and stick with scenes and shots and you know whatever. And they did a great job. I think my favorite was the city. The all the fighting in the city was awesome. I love uh, Ghetto's like manifesto, talk, constantly talking about humans with no powers being being. Yeah, movies. yeah. Um, there was a scene that was taken from the Gojo, like, side story. The Guided Gojo Gaiden. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene that they added. It was real quick. It was, I don't necessarily want to say what part it was, but it was a it was a flashback inside of this. That's all I'll say. So there was, I could tell there were little places where they were looking for other um, opportunities to bring in the material to pad out the movie but they yeah. made sure at least what i saw aside from like the random cameos because definitely we like the, they were like oh nanami is in um uh uh what's the other kyoto and then they use that as an opportunity to show you more nanami being a badass yeah you know, that, ne- that never happened in oh the, in the manga oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Toto didn't get a moment in the manga either. Absolutely not. Toto yeah. did, probably didn't exist in Akizami's mind at the time. I think the 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 only thing that um, I'm trying to remember, there were scenes where the beginning shot was from the manga, but then in the manga they just like cut right back to the U- the fight with Yuta, so you don't see what happened. So like all that stuff with like Gojo going up against. You know the only Negro in the whole series. <laughs> like you, like in the manga, you get the shot of them facing off, and the guy is saying like, "I can only last against this dude for like five or ten minutes." But, but in the movie, they give you that plus the fight. You know what I mean? Like that's not the fight itself is not in the manga. It's like off screen. Oh, okay. Which is why when they showed the thing that with Maki, I was like, maybe they'll. If they're willing to show us these other fights that happen off screen, maybe they'll give us a bucket. Nope, she's just the same in the manga. Yuta shows up and she's fucking washed. And that's what it is. So, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I would tepidly recommend it to people who have not watched Jujutsu Kaisen, which is Uh better than I normally would for most anime movies. It's still a reach because there's a lot that they don't tell you that winds up being visually important at the end but you know it, it's probably still more for fans than it is for a general yeah audience. well i definitely enjoyed it as a fan i mean my friend he enjoyed it also but he literally was just like oh this just makes me want to go watch it because i have like a whole bunch of questions and i was like great they did their job and one thing i saw people complaining about in the film 
was that they felt Ghetto's character was very different from his character in the TV series. He's much more expressive. He is much more emotional. Uh, I mean, um, I didn't... Well, I just remember there was a moment in the first season where Ghetto like showed his head and it was like his brain was open or some yep. shit like that. So I already assumed that I was like, something is fundamentally different about the character that I'm seeing in the prequel compared to the one that I'm seeing in the first season. Right. I just don't so know what it is. Yet. I don't want, I have no interest in spoiling anything or anyone, but if you are someone who went and saw the movie and felt that there was that, that was a, a plot hole or a discrepancy, you, we just haven't gotten yeah. the TV show to the explanation for what is going on. So yeah, I, I remember you also saying like early on that like Okotu doesn't show up for like a minute. No. So it's kind of just like there's a whole bunch of things that are going on that like they're going to get to it. It's just not immediate like, oh, we're going to satisfy you right now. It's just like, nope, just keep it in the back of your fucking head. It's coming. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. I think we both enjoyed it for different, you know, we had different experiences, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It has its ups, its downs. Music was good. Animation's pretty good. Story's slow in the first half, but if you like Jujutsu Kaisen, I think you'll enjoy this. Oh, so My Dress Up Darling ended this week. It was great. Um, Actually surprised we didn't get much etchy. Like, really shocked. I thought she was, we were going to see, like, um wet titty when she you came out. after the last episode where they literally did the grinding in a love hotel by accident full sex position. I mean, it could have been... <laughs> the only thing that I actually, like, really thought was missing from the episode was, like, a discussion or at least an acknowledgement of the Love Hotel, and it just it just didn't happen. No. And so I'm assuming maybe it was because, like, it's in a ladder scene or they really wanted to focus on the fireworks or, like, maybe they did have a conversation and it's going to come up at a later date or something like that, but... Overall, it was a gorgeous episode, especially the fireworks scene. That was great. The ending was so fucking expected. Of course, you yeah. do that shit while he's asleep. And then also the, the little end card shit that they did where she was like, I'll see you soon. It's like, you're right. talking to us. You're not talking to him. You're talking Correct. to us. Because there's Correct. plenty, apparently, of material for like a second season. So they're just like, we will see you soon. We're just not going to announce it right now. Which, fuck y'all. Because this was like one of the most popular shows this season is like there's no way i know there's an article today they, there's like an additional two million copies they printed an additional two million copies because like it's flying off the fucking shelves so of course it would be. hey of course um i mean it's not shin ikitosin because i've been seeing like clips of those final episodes and it's just like areolas all over the place so <laughs> it's like it's it's not that, which makes me like really, really like question like why are y'all up in arms? Like we're not. Do you know getting... what? Do you know what the irony of that is? It's that part of the reason that you it isn't areolas all over the place is because despite the fact that this is a show about very revealing cosplay, most of the clothes that are worn by every character are like real clothes. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, even in the beginning of the episode, or I don't know if it was the beginning, but when like uh. Uh, when they're walking through the school and then they have that scene where they the, with the pool, she's wearing like jean, like a like a jean, a jean dress. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's thick. Like yeah, okay, she fell in the water, but Ain't like no, no you're not gonna get. That. Yeah, right. Um, did also want to shout out. You said the animation for the fireworks. 
How about the animation in that like movie they were watching? Oh, when the when the woman had the chainsaw. The chainsaw, like yo, no. that shit was yeah, that shit was cool. That shit was cool. It was what it was. Nothing like insane happened. If the Love Hotel episode was the final episode, that would have been a crazy way to go out on the season. But I think this was a great way to end the season. Um, I, there's no way we're not getting more. Like it's just like it would be insanity for not for us to not get more. And also, I think it probably um, brought a lot of people into like the romance or like rom com genre mm-hmm. to at least I like agree. check out other things because of all the buzz of this show, which is great. Because I mean, now you get to go watch Horror Mia, which is like just as funny, just <laughs> as just I mean, way more drama. But like you know, it's just as interesting. So yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there um. And since this is not my area, I don't necessarily know off the top of my head, but like, what is the history of vanilla etchy romance? What well, is that? What is the history of that? I don't like, know. Other no, this, I think of... this is the first one that's done it, like, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to say ever, but I think that's done it, like, the best. Because I just, I don't remember, I mean, like, vanilla etchy, like, May Dragon. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's, that's May Dragon. Good like, yeah, I mean, because there aren't any like explicitly like sexual images. It's literally just like big old titties like in your face. Right. Like, it's like a. It's if this is vanilla etchy, the May Dragon might be just vanilla fan service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's no intent yeah. there other than an audience that's watching this is going to get a rise literally out of seeing this, but it has no. You know, there's no other intent other than that. It's yeah. purely fan service, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't even I know mean, what to recommend someone. Like, Horror Mia is a good one. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, but, but Horror Mia has, like, zero etchy. Like, Horror Mia is just, like, strictly, like, rom-com, uh, slight drama, and, like, real-life shit. They're just like, damn, yeah, been through that. That's fucked up. Um, no, like, oh, God, no. I'm trying to go through all of them in my head. And I mean, maybe like the, mm, no, because a lot of them, they do deal with sexual themes, but like, it's not so much of just like, we're going to give you panty shots, like nonstop. Like there may be a panty scene where like the girl left her panties out, like, you know, accidentally somewhere and forgot them and he came over. That might happen, but we're not seeing like the vagina, like labia outline, like on the <laughs> panties or no, anything I like that. Not. Yeah. So... I don't know. Y'all, I mean, y'all can let us know. There's probably something out there. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I blocked that from my memory. But, free, no, freezing. Wait, no, it's free. That's, no, freezing. That's, no. That no. Ain't, no. That ain't vanilla, bro. No, that, no, no. I was like, no, 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 no. Hey, that ain't vanilla, no. bro. No. Whenever you have no. a series where, like, the in the first 15 minutes, like, some girl gets her top ripped off. You know the typical, like, everything but the nipples? Yes. Like, that, and I really wanted to watch Freezing because I was like, ooh, this looks like a really good Magical Girl one. And I was like, I am wrong. This oh. is this is oh, not that. Magical Girl. Also, the premise is horrific. Like, yes! Yes, <laughs> it is. It's really it's dark as like, fuck, fuck for no reason. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go alone. But I mean, if you want to see something like that, y'all go watch Freezing. What, there's two? There's Freezing and then Freezing something else. It has a sequel. Uh-huh. Let me let me um, give you the best advice that I ever took from somebody else, and actually, like Loki helped me get through some of the annoying things this season. Uh, just watch it on like one point two five speed. Oh, if you watch like a freezing. Just watch it on one point two five. 
like because there's a lot of waiting around yeah yeah there's a lot of waiting around i'll be i'll be i'll keep it a buck ever since someone suggested this to me that's how i've been watching vitus i mean you still you, you still get the gist so it's, it's yeah. not it you know the i the weird thing is it actually makes the opening song better oh really yeah oh i love the opening <laughs> with the second song or the first one the, from this season like the oh the OP from this, I, it, like, this it actually, one. I didn't hate it but it was like it it was when i would start an episode it just always felt so long and no. if you put on 1.25 like it's about it bounces and you're like oh they should have fucking Spent done it like this, this. yeah okay so. It's not that it's not really that jarring because one point two five is people just talk a little faster. It doesn't sound like fucking <laughs> chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It just it makes everything a little easier to get through. That's all I'm saying. You're saving a little bit more time. That's right. Okay. Um. I also watched Ranking of Kings that finished this week. Um. Jesus Christ. Um. It's honestly it's it's one of my like top series now. Um. Like it, it just is. Um, is it up there? I feel like it's up there with like Full Metal Alchemist, like Brotherhood now, which is like how good it is and how like I feel like it should be something that you should watch if you want to like you know actually broaden your scope of like you know what you're into outside of just like you know generic shonen or just like romance or things like that. Which you don't have to, but I do like to reiterate that like if you're only watching that one genre and you talking shit about other genres, your opinion doesn't matter. So, like, if you are looking to branch out, um, I think Osama Ranking is, like, really, it's accessible, it's heartfelt, it's cool as fuck to listen to, or watch, the music mm-hmm. is really great, the mm-hmm. story is paced extremely fucking well, the characters are extremely engaging, and they literally, like, have a, what they did literally in the last episode was just like, okay, yeah, so all that shit happened, next, like, Literally, it was just like, here we go. Like, take the rest of the world now. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. So now I'm just like, well, bitch, I need it back immediately. But it's not going to come back anytime soon because I think it's like, what, 15 chapters ahead? Like, the second the second part of it just started. So it is what it is. But, Goodbye for now. Yeah, I'm, I literally have been telling people, I was like, don't expect a season two for like four or five years. Like, at the least. But... It's really in get well. I already said the reasons why I like it. Go watch fucking old summer ranking, ranking of kings. Boji is amazing. He is one of the most like, I like not even what is it? Not heartfelt's not the word. He's just one of like my favorite characters in history, and he does not speak a single word. So like, like emotionally moving. I yeah, guess. emotionally moving. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, emotionally moving. The ensemble cast is great. The range of supporting characters is great. The growth of all of the supporting characters is great. The fact that like there are whole episodes where Boji barely even appears, and it literally is just supporting on like highlighting the the growth of all of the supporting cast, and then all of that culminates in the final fucking arc where everyone's back together and shit's fucking going down. Just like it's, yeah. I think it's a must watch. I know that people are turned off by the art style, art style, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like, it it doesn't change. It honestly facilitates the action scenes a lot, especially when you factor in like Boji's fight style later on. So our fighting style later on. So just you know, 
I have nothing but positive things to say about it. Um, the negative things I do have to say about it would be huge spoilers. So I won't say them. But, you know, you can watch it and then you can basically be like, were you going to complain about this? And I'll be like, yep, I was. But other than that, it's really fucking amazing. I probably will be rewatching it like very soon because I know there are a whole bunch of subtle hints that I probably missed out on. And the scope of what they like set up for just like the series as a whole, just for like the name of the series, I'm just like, oh my God, y'all were hinting at this shit the entire time. And at the end of this, we're just getting started on it. Like, oh my, like, yeah. That's Amazing. cool. No, that's really cool. I, I, I've watched the first couple episodes, well, three episodes. I think it's fantastic. Um, it really does feel like it could have been like a series of movies, if not for the fact that the yeah. story pretty much does wrap up in the right way at the end of the season. So it'd be a yeah. lot to cover, but. And that's the thing though, they cover so much, but it does not feel rushed at any fucking moment. Like at any moment, like every time I was just like, yes, this makes sense. Yes, yes, that's a great way to end this arc. Yes, oh my yeah. God, that shit from episode three is coming up right now, bitch. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's just, it's really good. Highly, highly, highly recommend it, everyone. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Over Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> we've 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 done enough damage there. <laughs> we've done enough. Um, anything else? Oh, oh, Sasaki Tomiyano ended. I mean, it's literally the exact same thing that I told y'all. It's a slow burn BL. If you are not like trying to sit around and you know like watch these niggas go like back and forth between their feelings in their head i don't recommend it it's probably not the show for you unless you're like looking for any bl to watch and you like ran out of everything um but other than that great um culmination episode really great honestly the amount of like touching that like appeared and it's not sexual it's not sexual yeah it's not sexual. they they didn't they didn't do anything. They, they didn't do anything. But the amount of like, or the extent of how comfortable they allowed each other to be with each other after things were like set in stone was actually refreshing for a BL that's not just straight up smut. Like, cause usually it's either like zero or 100. So you have the Shonen Eye where it's just like the most we are literally afraid to hold hands like, it'll be the end of our life if we get caught holding hands. And then you just have the ones that are literally just like, I'm, we're going to fucking bathroom, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Oh, so, shit. yeah. Why Listen, do we gotta do, can we do better than a bathroom? Do you think the Can't. regular, do you think the real life gays do better than the bathroom? I'm, oh, wait, I'm okay, just, let me not, I'm let me just, not, let me not disparage have, like that. Me, not all I'm just gays trying to bring was. Higher standards, <laughs> all human relationships, whatever. No violence, no we violence. Can, no right, no no no, no, no gaslight. No, we can move out of the bathrooms, right? We can go to places that are more comfortable. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Okay, don't. Okay, Fulton Street Fair. That's, <laughs> okay. Um, Trying to be constructive here. Yeah. <laughs> um. But with this one, it was just really cute how, like, after things were established, that, like, there was, like, asking for consent, you know, oh, hey, can I kiss you? Can I hug you? Et cetera, et cetera. And then after the consent was given, it was just a regular occurring thing. It wasn't, like, made to be, like, oh, my God, you kissed me for the second time. This is huge. It was, like, well, we're dating. So, like, yeah, you kissed me. It happened. 
And I'm like, oh, that's refreshing. That's refreshing because it doesn't really happen like that because it is zero to 100. So I enjoyed that part about it. And at the end of the episode, they were immediately like, bitch, we have a season two. So I was like, damn. I didn't even doing, see that many people. Work, putting in putting in adult numbers. Yeah, because I was like, I mean, outside of the BL community, I was just like, I didn't really see that many niggas talking about this, but I guess it's doing well. So cool. hey, more more. They also announced um, the continuation of the current thing. So they're like they're in high school now. The mangaka already announced that they're going to continue the story with them in college. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it shit must be going very well over there because they're already pre-announcing that and the high school story hasn't even fucking ended yet. So, yeah. That's all I watched, I, I believe. Yeah, I think the only other thing I, I watched a bit of and I just didn't finish was um, Realist Hero and it wasn't because of anything wrong with the episode. I just I had other things I had to do and yeah. I was like 10 minutes in and I'm like, I can come back to this. We got one more episode um, this, yeah. this week and then it'll also be over. So, I can confidently say that outside of, I think, Genius Prince, which airs on Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm happy with the way this season's turned out for the shows that I invested time in during the season. But we will have a more comprehensive recap, uh, I think, in our, our next episode. We'll talk a little bit more about the end of the shows that we were watching that uh, finished up this week. And then... It'll be on to Hell Week. Oh, God. Previews. Indeed. Indeed. Um, all right. Let's go on to news. Um, um, so there's a, a few minor items. Um, again, we, we, we'll talk more about like the previews specifically. Yeah. I did want to say that um, I am cautiously optimistic for the Netflix Spriggan adaptation, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I'm under the impression that it's going to legitimately start in um, the the fall of the manga, um, though a lot of the material they're putting in the preview is from the second arc and not the first. The second is what was adapted into the Spriggan movie that folks who would be familiar with the series know know it through because it that's what the that was what the second arc was was uh that sorry the movie covered the second arc and skipped the first one yeah which is kind of funny because like the main character they jam basically the introduction of the main character and then they kind of just like fast forward to him just being a a agent at that point like they just get right to the shits which you know it works for the film i never knew that spriggan was even a manga when i was a kid when I watched oh. the movie, I thought Spring was this baller ass fucking movie where like a, the, there's this amazing scene where he rips a, a a minigun off of a helicopter, a crash helicopter, and is like running in the snow and like lights this this armored dude up at like point blank range, and it was legit up to that point one of the coolest like moments of animation wow. I've ever seen in my life. So looking at what they're doing um, for the the Netflix version. Actually, it looks pretty good. I mean, like, the original Spriggan movie, go back, like, it's one of the, the you know, I won't say, like, feet pinnacles of animation, but for a lot of folks who grew up on, like, U.S. manga core, um, you know, whatever releases, like, Spriggan was a, a, a tight movie and really well animated, and they're doing a lot with this mixture of CGI and hand-drawn. I thought it was all CGI, but having seen more of it, there's a, there's a fair amount of hand-drawn stuff in there as well. It works way better here than anything I've seen 
out of Dragon Ball Super movie that's coming. Oh like, it, it, it looks better. Um, so I am more than cautiously optimistic. I'm actually, like, strongly excited um, to watch this because I always wanted the more of Spriggan animated, and we never got any more. So there's that nice. bit. Um, besides that, I, there's a Iron-Blooded Orphan spinoff that is just, I think it's a web only. It's going to be like nine episodes. or, or Oh, it's web long. only. I didn't know that. I think it is. Well, it's because it's they're releasing it in like three episode batches. So I assume it's only oh. coming through. I, I mean, I don't know what, what platform it's coming on, but you know, uh, it looks good. That's all I can okay. really say about it. Um, more IBO. Um, besides that, what, what did you want to talk about that wasn't like a straight uh, up preview? I mean, Don Machi's coming back. Not right. surprised. Netflix is doing the second part of Stone Ocean in the fall. I just, I don't know. I think that's a huge mistake. But, you know, they own it. So they, they put the money for it. So right. they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, Magi... This is just, oh my god, this is so fucking annoying. Maggie, well, you know what? It's not annoying because they are also getting money where they know money is at. Maggie's getting a fucking musical stage play. Can we get the rest animated? Can we? Can there's we just? A, can we get the rest? There. That's what it means. Can, can we get the? But yeah, if there's interest there, then go ahead and bring it back. I mean, they did two full, what like twenty four episode seasons and the Sinbad like stuff. Also, it's kind of just like. You're already, like, almost there. Or not almost there, but, like, you've already, like, started it. You might as well finish it. Come on. I, I would like that. Because um, I'm definitely not watching Orient anytime soon. <laughs> um, what else is there? Uh, Shaft is animating RWBY. I don't know how to feel about this. Because I never was an RWBY person. And then I know after... Um, after what's him call it, Mont, after he died. Um, I heard that it went to shit, basically. So but I was we, definitely we, we, did we ever we I think we threatened to have like a Ruby discussion. I think you did. definitely I think one episode you like you started to break down like what happened with like how these two guys like usurped power. Yeah. And just like Fucked everything up, but like yeah, no, we never we never went into it. We never went we should, deep. We I, so maybe this is that. not the time either to do it. I have such mixed emotions about this because I legitimately do not like Ruby, and I but I I Monty Ohm, um, who was the you know original brain master Creator, behind yeah. you know the the uh, the concept. He was a, he was an action visual guy. He was never a storyteller. And so a lot of the ideas that he had in the original first season of Ruby, they are interesting on paper, but in execution, it's not particularly interesting. And it, and I think having a Ruby anime from a professional studio, possibly without the meddling of the Rooster Teeth um a remaining brain trust over there. Yeah. Sounds like a really exciting opportunity, but I don't really think that like the series itself is worth worthwhile. It. Yeah, like I'm investing <laughs> this. Like let me like and this is what what bothers me the most about this, about even the way I feel about it, is that Gen Orobuchi 
is involved with this project. I mean, that got me interested. <laughs> like, there's a lot of names of, like, people yeah. who are fucking serious yeah. who are involved here that, like, makes sense that if I saw all these names attached to something with some real fucking money, like, I should be really excited. excited. And, and for what they've dropped on the visuals, it's like, it looks good. Ruby always looked kind of fucking jank, like, outside yeah. of the the, the the actual action choreography, which when Matteo was doing it was, was legitimately interesting. Anyone who, like, if you're old enough on the internet to remember the, the Haloid, Final Fantasy... Yeah, then yeah, that which came right. If you remember Halo, if you remember any of the Final Fantasy stuff, the stuff he did with like the DOA yes. characters, and like that guy was fucking talented, like generational the shit talent. When they were falling on the fucking thing and just like knocking bitches off the fucking clock top, yeah, right. And he was, and he borrowed a lot from like really uh, good directors and good choreographers from movies and shit. He knew what he was doing. So. I mean all that to say, like, I like what I've seen from the anime. I think a lot of the character designs were pretty good, you know, going back to the, you know, original. And I, it's just that the, the actual story and the actual world building is really bad. So, so I mean, they, they have writers, like, Japanese writers taking it over and stuff like that. So, I guess we shall... We it's shall really bad. Like see. I'll t- I'll take back you know the general criticism of the the franchise because I think the franchise itself is subject to a lot of different fingers in the pot. Oh yeah, and, I mean I was and, surprised they got into like what was it Blaze Blue cross tag battle. It's I was immensely like, Where? popular. It is immensely popular. So it's it's just you know it's printing money. So I'm not whatever. We'll, we'll, I'll threaten to do this Ruby episode again. <laughs> We're never going to do it, but threaten to do it. Um, I guess I'm happy because I'm getting Ruby produced in part by Gen Orobuchi with a real studio behind it. I think that I should be happy about that. I mean, yeah, but I'm I am excited not about... one of these people. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, I'm excited to see what Shaft is going to do. Yeah, it's not, it's also kind of um, ironic, but in a dark way. That for a series that uh, has so many incredibly weird men attached to it over the course of its lifetime, that the anime uh, would start out its like announcement with more controversy. With I think the um, the director, no, sorry, one of the the writers for the for the series was uh-huh. accused by his wife of a, of assault, and oh. And, yeah, and and uh, one of the uh, 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 voice actors um, came out, the, the English voice actor, saying that she was uncomfortable with this guy being on it. Uh, this is the writer behind Mardok Scramble, uh, Ubakawa, and I mean he's a really he's a really good writer. He's a frankly, this is the saddest thing ever. I. I'd prefer him writing it no matter what uh you know what what the allegations against him were um than any of the guys actually at Rooster Teeth cuz Oh, wrote, I can see that because, because those niggas were out. underage girl characters to be infatuated with 
versions of themselves that they inserted into the show. I think that's fucking weird. I think that's super fucking weird. Now, like, domestic abuse or alleged domestic abuse is not um, not a joke. He was um, arrested, but then I guess he somehow got off or the wife took back the the accusation or whatever, but he claims he's innocent. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Um, why do I have to have these conversations with a shitty ass show like this? Really, <laughs> like why? And the worst part is that like this kind of thing will be more prominent as far as like, you know, Oh, uh, controversy around Ruby. And like, you'll never see the names of, like, the other niggas who were writing it, even though they were, like, the executive producers and writers for, like, four or five seasons. You'll never hear anything about that. It'll all be about, oh, some random Japanese writer on the anime version was toxic. I'm like, half the motherfucking staff involved with this show was toxic. And they had the audacity to write in a stand-in for black slavery, but then made the black oh, people evil. my God. Like, they were actually in the wrong. Like... Okay, so now I'm now that I'm saying this, fuck this fucking show, like fuck them, fuck them all. I'm good. Um, <laughs> um, what else do I have? Um, there's another Sword Art Online cash grab smartphone game coming, so that means they must they must need some money for another project. Um, oh, and Jamie Lee Curtis says she wants to play Kureha. In the live action. I'm with it. Um, she also said in like season two. So I'm guessing Chopper's not coming until season two. If it gets a season two. It, it's it's going to be weird though. It's going to be it'd fucking be, weird. It's, it's, it's going to be. It's going to get hit. I maintain there has to be no way that they can do Chopper without it being a nightmare. I'm not even saying <laughs> that that's a bad thing or that like it would be a turnoff for me because I just recognize this is impossible. <laughs> this is fucking impossible. It's gonna have to be complete. Well, even if it is complete, see, I, I don't know. It's impossible. I, know. I have not seen a single concept for even like someone tried to do it in the style of like the Sonic movie, and I'm like, even then, it's like if you look at like you look too close, and that shit's fucking weird too. Like Chopper, oh boy, it needs to be cartoonish. And he does, like, he yeah. full body transformations for all of his abilities. <laughs> That's going to be some body horror. Like, I don't know how. Yeah, going. those skinny ass legs with that, like, super top. Like the. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens when they when they bring Frankie in. If we get that far. Frankie, I could see a version. You just get a jacked up actor. Like, he's just, he's just fucking ripped. And then you do a CGI for like the cyborg body parts like you could do it you could do it even with like second half frankie with like the like it's a good question huge the huge the, fucking... the, the disproportionate you but i'm yeah. saying like you, you could get that if you got the right actor if you get the right actor with the right build wow. you can make it look just over the line of like disproportionate and weird like i think about um if you even play Tekken, like the like Jack series, like those robots where the yeah. arms are fucking gigantic, like you could do something where with CGI to make his arms like look fucking huge, and that's pretty much all you have to do to 
to to get the proportions you know it's a little bit cartoony but it can be done the it's the chopper thing that i don't don't know bro i don't know about that like that's a that's a tough one good you know you never think about it but like in one piece outside of like maybe chopper and frankie the the characters themselves are all pretty much human proportioned yeah people even even after oh jimbei well, no, well, Jinbei could just be no, like, oh, fine. Fine. oh, I just yeah, meant the titty proportions after the fucking, Bro, after the fucking. listen, we, I've, I just, I just watched the Anna Cole Smith documentary. Them titty proportions in reality. Oh, they'll be were... fine. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they're cool. Yeah, they'll figure that one out. Because I'm literally like, when, when Oda came back and that new Nami popped up, I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, you know, what? <laughs> Can I get props to Oda? Props to Oda for just being like, we need a redesign. <laughs> Her titties need to be bigger. It's yeah, he was like doing. He was doing a little bit. Like every new arc, she would get a little bigger, and then and they then went away. Time. And like it was a time skip. They're like, okay, Oda in his, in his mind, like I've been waiting to do this. For it's now years. or never. It's now or never. Nobody talks about how she got her breast enlargement surgery while she it's was like. Right, like, right. Come on. I mean, listen. I, listen, it's it's there for the... It's there because it's there. It's not going anywhere. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm literally just like, damn, nigga. You couldn't even try to, like, grad... Like, you know, ease us into it. You were, like, two years. Ditto titties. Here we go. Like... And Robin's were already a decent proportion. So I wasn't even really surprised by hers, like, you know, perking up a little bit. But yeah. it was just Nami. I was like, girl, what? <laughs> Everybody got enlargement and a breast lift. Yeah, do. I don't think Jean Bay will be hard. I don't think yeah, because they could just get like uh, some Samoan dude. Yeah, no, literally, I literally could see that. Well, maybe like a little bit of a bodysuit, like to like do like the the see whatever. I-, I could see it. I could see it. Um, not the Rock. He wouldn't even do it in the first place. But like, yeah. A Samoan guy, I could. That actually is a really good. A really what, or good, like, so, or like, yeah. you know, there's also like Tongans. They they are yeah. also like. Yeah. You could get yeah. that vibe. You get the nice hair too. Like now, I'm definitely really up. interested. If we just gonna keep going, then who the fuck is gonna be Trafalgar Law? Like that has to be perfect casting. I'm sorry, it's got to be perfect casting. I just I don't. And it better not be like Machine Gun Kelly or some bullshit. Like I don't want please that. Please don't. Like, don't put that in the universe. Give me an actual actor, please. All you need is just a scrawny, um, a scrawny guy, um, lean, scrawny, six foot, probably like six foot two three. Like you'll be fine, I think. Anyways, I saw they announced the Shanks guy today. And I was like, That's I'm fun. interested to see what it looks like. Yeah, I was like, well, I'll see you in character. You're literally not... You're going to be in this season for five minutes. I mean, we okay. we act like the big problem is uh, for this One Piece thing is going to be like, oh, who are they going to cast, you know, for the main... I the think main... the biggest problem is going to be the pacing. Yeah, how the hell well, to me, the, the, the biggest problem is going to be fucking Captain Django. Cause that nigga, they had to get a Michael Jackson impersonator who also like, <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Depp. Like, cause that's the that's basically like the second arc. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I want to know about. I this other shit, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Captain motherfucking Django moonwalking 
with those Michael Jackson socks on. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about this week? Uh, I mean, we already talked a little bit in the beginning. Just shout out to the to the Oscars being uh, actually watchable. But other than that, no. <laughs> I mean, you better than me. I didn't watch it. I just saw Twitter like popping off, and I was like, oh, I didn't watch that shit either. I'm saying, if listen, if they could guarantee somebody would get slapped, every just make it a reality year, show, right? Like, and you don't know when it's gonna happen. I promise you, I would watch that show. Honestly, that... I did see someone say that like they really fumbled the bag. Because they could have made, they could have made that shit so entertaining by doing replays of just like individual people's reactions in the audience, yeah, they, playing yeah, it right. from different angles. Right. I was like, y'all don't want people to watch. You don't want people to watch because like this is this is what people watch now. They watch just like dumb shit like this. I mean, I'll be watching dumb shit too. Like you know, I'll be what is it? Um, Love Inferno, whatever that's. I'll be watching them little Netflix reality shows sometimes. I'm like, oh, this is like great to put on while you're eating. But like, I heard that they also did a lot of like TikTok ish like stuff this year, and that they were really trying to like appeal to Gen Z and shit like that. And at this point, I'm just like, bruh, you're Gen Z is gonna decide what appeals to Gen Z. They don't give a fuck. Like, they literally just be like this. They just all up here. They'll jump backwards a little bit and then bring something back a little bit and then they'll just keep doing their own things. Like, I don't know. I don't really think pandering to them works. So, good luck. Good luck. I mean, it was interesting and, you know... That what it what is that that anime meme where like it's literally or like the drawn meme of like the fuck around running away from the find out right guy with the microphone like that's literally what happened to me um <laughs> and that it bees with the bees uh I guess we should do recommendations um what's it call it I beat Mergit's ass um, oh you did. I beat him within 24 hours. I was actually very proud of myself because uh, he was fucking me up big time. Then I beat the, what was the, the dragon axe dude? I beat him in like 40 minutes. I was just like, about, fuck uh, yeah. Godric? Um, yeah, Godric, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like 40 minutes. I was like, fuck yeah, I got you, bitch. And then the world opened up to like that lake thing yep, and shit. And I was like, oh, I was like, what yep, the yep, fuck? Yep, yep. And I can't, I can't even do some of the shit in the first place. Limb Grove or whatever. Like, there's still some shit over there that's fucking me up on the regular. So I'm just like, should I even be over here right now? Like, I don't even know. Whatever. You can have have any experience you want to have. I mean, I'm literally just trying to... I found a rapier that gives me the spell blade homing thing. But then I'm also trying to raise my stats to get it. So, like, I don't want to use Rapier. I want to use, like, a dual katana. But then, like, I can't use that because the intelligence isn't high enough. But then I have, like, the magic thing to put it on there. Like, there's just so much stuff in the fucking game where I'm just like, no wonder you niggas was just on it, like, hard. Because now, I mean, I'm late to the party. But I'm literally just like, this, I yeah, I can see this. It actually was a problem for me last week to the point where I was like, you can't play it for several days because you're just people be like going you know. to sleep and and dreaming about Elden Ring, waking up to play more Elden Ring, not going mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it it's a struggle. Yeah, I have put in. I'm I'm more or less at the end of the game, but I've gone back and done a bunch of shit. I don't want to say what my level is because it will it will uh 
belie exactly how much time I have oh put my into God. this game. Because the last time you said you were like two fifty something. Oh, we we've moved. We've gone. We've, oh we've, my God. We've gone even further beyond. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. We have gone even further beyond. This that dragon time. did scare the shit out of me in the fucking like first area, the lake. Yeah. I literally yeah. was just like, I'm gonna roll out. Oh, the fucking dragon. Yep. I was like, I turned right the fuck around. I was like, Nah, 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 nah. We're not doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, you see shit. some shit in the distance, you're like, oh no. I still haven't fought one of those caravans that like it's. I don't know what they're carrying or what they're transporting. All of them have a a, a weapon in the in the back. <gasps> oh, so fuck. if you if you like uh, get on your horse and like take down the little guys, and then when they're when the when the the crowd is gone, just whack a whack away at the trolls till one of them yeah. dies. And then you can get the shit off the back. I mean, technically, you can just jump on there and open the chest and just, you know, get and the dip. item and die. Or, or yeah, probably oh, die. Oh, yeah. Die, yeah. Yeah. I've just that. been so obsessed with not losing the runes that I'm like, oh, I can't lose my runes. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whatever. Sometimes I'm just like, that shit's gone. I'm not going back. I am at the point where it takes 1.3 billion runes to level up. So I don't even care. Like I'll be in the zones. I'm like I don't give a fuck. Like I ain't getting a level out of this shit. Oh my god! So, so who cares? What? Oh nigga, I don't even. I don't want to know your level either. I don't want to know your level either. Uh, I do want to play though tonight. Um, it's a, it's a oh, good game. So my recommendation. So niggas, we're back on God of Tower, Tower of God. Um, oh shit! Oh shit! How far did you get? I, I'm not. I'm not that much further than where I was last okay, time. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, my nigga just got transported to the place where like Jihad sent his armada to like. Oh shit! Okay, wall. yeah, you 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 getting you getting jiggy I with rem- it now. I re- I remember you said because I was talking about the I was talking about the 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 arc and you were like it's going to get crazier. And, like, I was like, I mean, it kind of looks like it's about to wrap up. And then he transports that nigga there. And then they start going. And they were like, yeah, the strongest niggas that ever existed for a jihad are locked away in this bitch. And I'm like, wait, what? Yep. <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean the strongest niggas? Like, why are they there? And it was like, oh, <laughs> this was his goodwill thing because the people of the tower rebelled. And so this thing. And literally the arm, jihad's army is like, we're blowing this shit up. We're getting these niggas out of here. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, homeboy got transferred there to, do to like, do all this shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I got to the point where a homeboy's dad just died. And he revealed that the other kid was his actual son who's, like, yeah. half human, half, um, fuck, what are their names? Animal and whatever. The dogs. Yeah, the dogs. Like, half dog yeah. and shit like that. And he was doing all this shit for them and things like that. And I was like, well, nigga, you dead now. Like, and that's another thing about the damn fucking series where I'm just like, they don't, they don't give a fuck. Like, they just really, like, you would think in another show that, you know, the dad says this shit is like, okay, this is going to live now. Cause he has to like, you know, he's got to make it up to his son. They're like mm-hmm. two pages later, you're dead. Yeah, quite dead. You're like, you're dead. You're missing a leg. You're bleeding out. <laughs> they fucking hollow you out. You're dead. You're underground. We're moving on. I'm like, okay, wow. 
Um, and also, it's just they're continually expanding upon all the shit. You got um, fuck Rock standing around. Yvonne Kale and the fucking like um, uh, elder of Fug are using these like su- like primal powers, and he's just standing there. And I'm like, something's gonna happen with this nigga before this is over with, because <laughs> there's no way that because like he's he also is able to use the Earth one. So I'm just like. There's no yeah. way that you're going to be witness to these other primal powers and something is either not going to wake up in you or, or you know, you're just going to basically be like, oh, I feel something. Oh, I can do this easier or like something like that. Coon and that fucking fire that's inside of him now. And I'm like, bro, like, what are you? The fire is talking like, bitch, you're not going to even live that much longer now. I'm about to eat you from the inside. You will not be able to handle this shit. And also right. that like it's. Uh, element that's in the complete opposite of like his natural ice thing so i'm just like um what's going on like you reviving niggas like you i really like that fucking fight that he did when they chased him and he gave the guy a power up and then when the guy got (laughs) cocky he took all that shit away and she just fucking i was like oh this is this is one of the reasons why i love this so much this is so because in anything else, you in anything else, they'd be like, I'm oh, the last minute, like my soul, my friends. Ah! Right, and Coon right. is literally like, no, we're gonna trick the nigga. We're gonna yep. make him think that he's better than what he actually is, and then we're gonna take it away. Mm-hmm. And he's there gonna- are some there are some feats that just I'm like I I I've been reading these chapters. I'm like, bro, it, is there is there a ceiling to this? Is it possible? Especially a Vankel. Oh my God. Go so hard. I love love the part where she and, um, wait, no, he, where Ivankel and not, um, fuck the, the floor. The the first dude. The first floor. Yeah. Hansung. Hansung Yu. How they were like trapped up in the thing and then he literally like, just burn this shit. Just burn it. Burn all of it. And she was like, what? Oh, are he? He was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." Well, that oh, just just as a just as a, a point. So when the Tower of God was being concepted, Evankel was a man, but then SIU was like, actually, it, he, the sex was changed to a to a female. Oh, so it is well, a it is a girl. It is a girl, but in the beginning, he was thinking and drew and described Evankel as a man. Oh, okay. I feel like I saw somebody. Go, well, whatever. Maybe I think did someone say Mister Ivankel? Whatever. I either way, I love that character. I I'm like really excited to see what's about to happen with Bomb because Ivankel was literally like, now's not the time to train. Bring that no. fucking bring that needle out. Let's yep. like bring it let's, out. Let's let's go. bring it out. What are we doing? Like bring it out. And so now I'm just like, well, this is about to get really bad for everyone involved because. Now we're gonna see what a, what what how long has it been a year? Has it been a year? Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's been a year, and we haven't even seen the shit that Bomb has learned for the most part because he did that training with the people who are like high rankers but don't actually have a rank. They're just like in some like the unknown areas of the tower and shit. I'm like, right. so yeah, how you, how you gonna tell us about that shit and then like not give us like a background? <laughs> I'm like, it's coming. Like I just know. Everything that is mentioned, I'm literally going to be like, it's coming back around. It's always going to come back around. And I'm going to be gagged and basically be like, now who is this nigga? And what what is this? Right. You'll, like, you'll see a character and you're like, oh, right, them. Oh, right. 
them. <laughs> yes, yes. And even with when the elder showed up with his guide, and I was like, that's a guide. I was like, he's got a guide. I was like, what the what, what the fuck? Like, has it been, I mean, well, no. Um, Yuri has the silver-haired dwarf guide, but right. we have, I don't think we've seen anyone else with the Huaryun's clan's, like, red hair. So I'm just right. like, like the elder has a okay i was like you're important girl because you got the red hair and you're a guide and you know whatever y'all talking about the fate the path the shit that that and i'm like well now you've run into bomb so good luck (laughs) good luck keeping that shit on track now because it's just not gonna happen and just it keeps reinforcing that like these niggas are not all powerful they're not all powerful they can lose they are not the best and I think that is one of the, like, most appealing things to the show about me. It's, like, it's literally not, like, a power fucking fantasy. It's no. not a power fantasy. Even though, like, even though, like it does all of the, the shonen power-up stuff. Yeah. Like, but... it does that. But, like, you know what it is? It's that from the, from the very first chapter, they said, oh, y'all are just uh, regulars. You, like, you're not even at the ranker status. Now we've been how many hundreds of chapters they're still regulars. They're still regulars. <laughs> They're, They're still, still regulars. protected. They're still protected by specific rules up to this point, which is why they haven't gotten their asses like blasted in certain yes. subtle circumstances. Like it's just, it's, it's such, crazy. it's so fucking entertaining. It's so entertaining. The only reason why I didn't finish it or like keep going this time was because I was just like, oh no, my lunch break's over. You know, blah 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 blah. I'll read more when I get home. And then I like started playing Elden Ring, and then that was like yeah. You, was listen, you, if you catch up, your your brain is gonna die. I'm it's actually making a die. point because I'm I don't even think I'm that far behind. You're... I, I'm on season three, so like so season three season three's been going on forever. But really, I think you're you are at the you haven't got to the the, the wall right. You're still in. You're still doing the the Baylor. I stuff, am right? uh, so I'm on season three episode. 33 and right now apparently the most recent chapter is season 3 112 yeah so you have you done you ever have you done like the wall like the person who's sleeping in the wall i haven't gotten to the person's i got to the point where the leader of the dogs in his like fully transformed state Uh got transported by the elder to the wall okay 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 so and you're then like started kinda... talking to that woman or whoever that was there. Like, what the fuck? Why am I here? What the fuck's going on? Um, and I think they're about to, like, talk and, like, decide what the fuck's about to go on. But yeah. then it went back. I'm at the start of a chapter where, like, homeboy's dad is dead on the floor and bomb is... So, you're, so you're, at the, you're at the wall and, like, that's... You're two arcs away. <laughs> two arcs? <laughs> What? Oh man! Yeah. Wait, two arcs after this one finishes? Yeah. Well, the, one of them is short. Like, oh, the, it's, okay. It's the wall, and then another one, and then the current one is the nest. And oh, Jesus Christ! And okay. the nest is, I think, one of the the culminations of almost all of the cool shit that they have ever done in this series. Oh, like God. Okay. everything. First of all, everybody gets feats. Ev- we're, we're we're going back and pulling characters that haven't been around for like hundreds of chapters oh and like the okay no no, no I, mean, I, I feel like I know yeah i'm not saying anything yeah, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like everybody comes back like the scale of everything is 
just off the because remember in the in the the dog shit like oh this is the first time where the scale of the of the conflict was like tens of thousands of people at once yeah it gets bigger than that oh god it's nuts it's okay. just nuts it's okay. just nuts it's okay. nuts okay I mean, well, yeah, that that is what I recommend everyone. After I just spoiled all that shit for some you didn't of y'all spoil who, haven't, <laughs> who haven't even like, started it, I've seen, and you know what? I've seen a lot of people. One thing I've seen some people ask is, you know, how should they start Tower of God? Should they watch it then read it, or should they read it then watch it? I recommend watching it then reading it, um, simply because like you're not gonna get any more of that anytime soon. So it's best to just go ahead and get that out the way. And then once you start reading it, you'll just have the knowledge that like it's going to keep going in this format, at least for me. Also, I thought the adaptation was good. I thought Crunchyroll did a good job. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think that you I agree with you. I think you should if you're going to get into it, watch the anime and then go read from chapter zero because you will see what they chose to leave out and also how they reordered some of the material and it will be much you will appreciate the anime a lot more yeah yeah and you will also get some of the supplementary information that they left out that actually is worthwhile it's not just like oh somebody's name or no they they leave out quite a bit uh, especially like character development between a lot of the, the like endorsey and shit, right? Like a lot and of shit knock, yeah, and the endorsey yeah. and knock stuff, and the endorsey uh, uh, um, bomb stuff too. There was a lot that they left out. Yeah, like so. I didn't think. Well, let me not even say that. But like, if you would think, if you listen to this this part, um, and you haven't even started it yet, all the stuff that I said, you won't remember because there's so much shit that happens in between where I'm at right now and you being at chapter zero. Like, it, I'm telling you, I, it does not matter. You have, like, what, like, 500 chapters? And, like, they're not short. No. They're, they're not short. Like, they're long. So the prologue is, what, like, 90 chapters or something? Yes, I I told, they, like, 100,000 things happened between. I told someone that, and they were like, wait, the prologue? And I was like, yeah. And then after the prologue, it immediately gets to the shits. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like... It's it's so satisfying. And the prologue is good. That's the thing. The prologue is good. That's yeah, so why I kept telling people. I was like, the prologue is the anime. And they're like, what? But I thought it was the... And I was like, no. Like, the prologue is, like, integral. Like, it is the... It's what sets you up. And then it, you just have to, like, accept that, like, that's all you're going to get in the anime for now. And also, you have to get ready because shit is just going to... It's just... It's yeah. Once you 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 so uh, if you look at the, in the prologue, you're like, oh, there's this is a lot of characters. These are there are a lot of ideas here. Oh, oh this is this is this is setting me up. So I've said everything's gonna happen. Nah, bitch. No, no, it ain't. <laughs> no, Say bye bye to those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, just I they remember. When, I remember when I was like literally like stuck. Like I was up until like sunrise, just like re- just reading. Just, just fucking reading, and I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> why is, and then you, and then what the fuck is this nigga, and why are you over here, and then when, and you from the same family, and then you gonna come over here, and then I'm, what, fool, and like, I'm just, y'all, it's just, it's literally, it's one of the best epics, like, yeah, 
like out right now. Like you just you gotta fucking get into it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 have, I am... the last thing I'll say about this is I never thought that they did such a good job creating one villain in this series. Uh huh. And I never and I get I give the the series credit for that you know that feat because making a good villain is hard. But I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off with two villains. What? Oh, God. Okay. I didn't think they'd be able oh to do it to me with two. What the fuck am I about to find out? I oh didn't think so. And oh, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Because there's a certain someone after this yeah. t- most recent time skip that I have not ran into yet. And I'm nervous yep. about it. I'm okay. very, I'm very nervous <laughs> about it. Because I know it's, I know it's, I know they're coming. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, how are you going to be? How are you showing back up? Because I know you coming. I know mm-hmm. you coming, bitch. I know mm-hmm. you coming. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Anyways, yeah, read Tower of God. <laughs> Watch Tower of God. Yeah, I have mine. I think did I did I mention Final Fantasy Origins last week? Yeah, you talked about it last week. You said you beat it already. Well, I've gotten further into it now. Okay. And like, it is so interesting because I I stumbled over an article where they were this is back in like 2021. This is before they had um, officially announced the game, but they were talking oh. about how oh, Team Ninja is teaming up with with uh, Square to do like a Neo Dark Souls Final Fantasy, and I didn't like take that seriously. And what I saw of the game did not immediately rem- like make me have that feeling. Having played more of it, there is so much DNA of Neo in this game, and. It's a good thing because the other parts of the game are really the weird parts. They're like weirdly endearing, especially like the the storytelling that they're doing. Like in any other context, I think I would just like shrug or cringe at some of the dialogue, but it's actually funny. I just don't know if it's like intentionally funny or inadvertent. It has just to be intentional. fucking cheese. It has to be intentional because there's no way that like. It you could make something this funny by accident. <laughs> I it, it has to be intentional. I'm okay. enjoying that. I I think it's a it's a good buy, and it's actually not this is you know unless you put it on like the easiest difficulty setting. Like there's some real challenge in there. So. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm still on it. Well, that'll be all for this week, y'all. So. If you have not already, make sure you uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. You can also follow us on the socials, anime underscore savant on Twitter, and then anime savants on, uh, already said YouTube, but TikTok, Instagram, um, Anchor, you know, wherever you want to listen. And I, I will reiterate it again. We are doing video podcasts. We could get some episodes on Spotify, but Spotify does not have their shit together with uh, simultaneously uploading the video and the audio. So it's still just audio on Spotify, but video podcast is on YouTube. It's been on YouTube for like months now. So, you know, it be there. Um, yeah. Yep. And you can always hit me on Twitter at Neural Handshake. Um, now that I'm done posting endless uh, Will Smith memes, we can get back to anime. You know, like it, like we're we're we're, we're built for. Oh, I so. already got oh. spoiled on Luffy's new form, so I like I, I give up. Oh yeah, you're like, not a, you're not reading, are you? Yeah, I'm not reading, but I already was just like, all right, whatever, it's gonna be to be. I see it, I see it. <laughs> Next.
I was like, it's, now I'm uh, waiting for the next Pirate Warriors game because I want to see how it fights. Great. It's going to be very unfair, however they do it in that game. Cause <laughs> it's unfair. Sh- I mean, it's what, he, it's what, what a doing. lot of people in some ways guessed it was going to be, but like the way they put these chapters together uh-huh is the they did it right they did it right okay they did it right. i just knew that big shit was happening because people were like losing their shit on twitter but i didn't get spoiled but i'm seeing fan art so i'm not seeing the actual panels i'm seeing fan art of it and i'm like oh it looks great or from what i've seen it looks great it looks on brand for one piece i'll put it like yeah that, i still will heartily recommend watching the wano arc if you feel like, oh, One Piece is going on forever, it's got a million episodes, I don't have time. The the animation in the Wano arc is so good. Yeah. So good. You will not be wasting your time at all going back and watching each and every goddamn episode. Like I mean, I tell people to read up until, like, Whole Cake, and then you can start watching. That's fair. I would know after Whole Cake. I'd be like, watch after Whole Cake. Because I feel After like it whole... went on, I would like it went on a long time in the in the anime, whole cake. Well, it also went on a long time in the manga too. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm of mixed feelings. Like on the one hand, I'm I'm respectful of people's time, and manga you can like get through pretty yeah. quick if you want to. But like there are so many moments from whether it's like Impel Down or even before that, like all the CP zero stuff and like water seven and like those those that was good tv like i wasn't a manga reader back then i was watching the show oh yeah i Mm -hmm. watched up until right before the beginning of thriller bark and then that's where i started reading but yeah like water seven and shit like that i was in that dorm room i was like bitch this is amazing i was like what like are you kidding me because i didn't know that it was continued it continued to air elsewhere. I was like, oh shit, so One Piece, if adults if Cartoon Network's not airing it no more, that shit don't exist no more. It's like no right. nigga, it never stopped. And I'm like, well, time to catch up. So Yeah. That's crazy. Um, oh yeah. That was the end of the episode. Okay, bye y'all. Peace. <laughs>